Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, November 2nd, National Men Make Dinner Day. Now, I don't feel like I've ever repeated a day, but I feel like there's a chance I just repeated a day. Have we done this before, Adam? Uh, I don't remember this one. We've definitely had like a cooking day or something, but I don't think it was Men Make Dinner Day. I don't think we've done this one, but if someone wants to check the tapes, feel free. Yeah. I, 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 I enjoy making dinner, though, not, not to brag. Okay, not to go, you know, Max Kellerman mode here, but fate of the universe, death being pointed at the earth, you got to make a meal to impress the Martians. What are you making? I'm making, um, wow, I'm going to make, uh, oh, geez, you got me on the spot there. It's not, <laughs> what it's not that serious about? of a question. This won't get replayed in court. <laughs> Alex is famous. Famous Philly cheesesteaks. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wrong. You make wow. a mean Philly cheesesteak. You cook up the onions, peppers. Um, I throw in maybe some jalapenos in there too because I personally like to make it spicy. Um, you get a nice little cheese sauce going too. Um, but that's on the side. And then when you throw in the, the steak as well, cut that up. Um, let that, you know, kind of soak in the the veggies that have been cooking um and then once that's all kind of done then you take some nice cheese um nice slices of provolone cheese and then put that on top of like all of the steak and the red peppers and the onions and the veggies you put that on top let that melt then you get your your uh phil's mouth is watering right now um (laughs) then you get your like your like nice little bun or whatever um cut that guy open give it a nice little toast and then you take the bun, open it, grab as much of that like stuff you can as you can, like of the steak and the veggies. Pack that all in, and then take the cheese sauce that you were making on the side, and then just drizzle that stuff over too, um, over the over the sandwich. It's it's unbelievable. I checked the tape, and uh, we did not do this before. How did you do it so quick? Well, Alex gave like a three-minute breakdown on how he cooks his Philly cheesesteak, so I just went back to the uh, last two episodes that were on the same date, and uh, we did like National Sandwich something day on both of them. But it wasn't Men Make Dinner, so. So we have repeated one then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've we've repeated multiple for sure, but this one wasn't. Oh, well, nice idea in theory. Oh, I'm glad that you did the research, though. Thank you. I actually have a question I want to ask Alex first because it coincides with the first thing I want to talk about. The Raiders. Now, people who listen to this show and people who know Alex know he's been sort of, you know, exploring the idea of free agency. Maybe doing a LeBron the decision at the end of the season. Now, yesterday, I tell Alex about the news that McDaniels and Ziegler and Mick Lombardi are gone. And... I wake up to a text from Alex that says, maybe it's not too late to turn my back on the silver and black. And then today we're waiting to start recording. And I noticed that Alex actually retweeted a video called the Raider way. And I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but 
does this mean there's a return to Raider Nation? It might be because this was, I think this was a pretty bold move and a pretty like, I'm done with being bad move by my guy, Mark Davis. My um, guy. Like in season firing, like week eight, like, no, you're done. Um, allegedly, he had promised them they have until 2024 to turn it around. But I guess they were done with the line after that, you know, bad lines loss. Um, benching Jimmy G for the rest of the season. Um, Aiden O'Connell will be the starting QB. It's almost like they heard me, dude. You know, <laughs> it's like I'm about to leave. And then they're like, no, 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 no. Wait, listen, <laughs> like we'll we'll get rid of the guys you don't like. McDaniels out, Ziegler out, Jimmy G out. Like, let's go. So I, I feel like I might be willing to give them an, another shot. That video kind of got me hyped up there that I that I sent you guys. It's Marshawn Lynch just talking about the right away. <laughs> okay. So Rah. how many more regimes are you going to give them? Is this the last dance or? I think this might be the last one. I think this is I'm signing like a LeBron, like a one year, and then we'll see what happens. It's I just watched the video too. It's sick. It's pretty raw. See why you you changed your mind. I love um, Marshawn Lynch, who spent two years on the Raiders, being the spokesperson for the Raiders. I mean, he might be the best player that team has had outside of like a few guys in like the last five years. <laughs> like that's true. Like he's definitely like top five Raider of the last decade, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of sad. Like it'll um, be like him, Charles Woodson. Yeah, Charles Woodson. Like three other guys, maybe. Lamar Woodley yeah. at the end. It's like you can't even argue Devontae Adams because he's like wide receiver three on the team. <laughs> Hunter Renfro's got a better career than Devontae on the Raiders. But uh you know, I was a little bit on the fence because I was like, I don't know if I can take this anymore any longer, but um we'll see. I mean, shout out WNBA, the Las Vegas Liberty. Aces. Won the title? Aces. Aces, sorry. Um, and that's a team that Mark Davis owns. I think he's, he's, he's going to take some uh, take some pointers from those guys and see what they're doing right. So maybe that translates uh, to, is, to the NFL. Isn't it crazy team. that the best coach they've had in the last like four years has been Pit Boss Rich? And he's the only guy that didn't pay like millions Pit of Boss millions dollars to over like a huge multi-year contract. <laughs> yeah. It is yeah. pretty crazy. Because Phil and I were talking about this yesterday, and the Raiders aren't very good in a lot of things. Like, I'll you know hand up, but when it comes to just finding the most like crazy people to be interim head coaches and interim um, anything on the Raiders, it's it's amazing. It's like I think they got the linebackers coach again to be the uh, or no, sorry, Pitboss Rich was special teams coach when he was interim coach, but they got the linebackers coach to be the head coach. They just never never ever consider an OC or a DC to to lead the team. Yeah, I was going to say, did they pull the linebackers coach and let him leapfrog the DC and become the head coach? I mean, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel if you're the DC? That's kind of tough. Like you but... you run the Raiders defense, you're probably out of a job at the end of the year anyway. Uh, to me, the more shocking yeah. thing was I heard Mike Lombardi on Simmons a while ago and Simmons was like, I know you don't like to talk about the Raiders because you have family with the team. And I just assumed he was talking about, like, I don't know, like maybe the guy pulled some strings and got his kid an internship. And then all of a sudden, they're like, Mike Lombardi's son has been fired as offensive coordinator. I was like, that guy was calling the plays? So things can't get worse, really. And Jimmy, 
Jimmy hit a new low on Monday night. We had a few the previous Monday night, Kirk Cousins hit a new high and he was the the Monday night label was dropped and Jimmy the next week followed it up by hitting a new low with missing a couple absolute bunnies to Devonte Adams who was wide open and really there was no course of action left but firing the coaches at 11 p.m on a Tuesday night is just quintessential Raider like he needed the day to think about it now the coaches got four days to, to grind up for the G-men it's just very Mark Davis yeah. I respect it I, I got a lump in my throat just watching Devonte like break his helmet on the sidelines like I actually feel I genuinely feel really bad for the guy do you feel bad for Diggs when he does that? What's the difference? Like the difference is Diggs has Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this guy, <laughs> this guy is catching like he's getting like two targets a game. Diggs is on uh, like a good team. So yeah, I just but, hate Diggs. Well, <laughs> can you really feel that bad for Devonte Adams though? Because like he chose this life, dude. Like he knew what he was in for. He was signing up to play with Derek Carr and they made a lateral move to another quarterback and now he's acting all hurt. Like you were going to the Raiders. The Raiders haven't had haven't done anything since Al Davis died. I think it's it's one thing to not win, but it's it's another thing to just like personally not be achieving some of those accolades that you kind of set out for yourself when you're one of the greatest wide receivers in the NFL, which is like, you know, playing actually. Like this guy's just out here getting cardio. You know what I mean? Like that that's what I that's what I think was kind of a shock to him. I don't know necessarily like sure he maybe thought he'd win and stuff, but I mean I don't think he would have ever pictured getting like two, three targets a game. I mean, if that's what if his concern was like build up my personal legacy by putting up career, like amazing stats, I mean he was doing a pretty good job with Aaron Rodgers. It seems strange to go down to Derek Carr. Now I I think whatever he wants to cloak it as. I mean, the reason he went to Oakland was so he could get the bag. And I mean, whoever's throwing him passes, it could be Adam throwing him passes and he's still making the millions of dollars that he signed his contract for. So he's getting what he went there to do. I made a similar argument to you and to Azon and Phil, but I mean, I was actually educated by some people in my life that he actually went to the Raiders because he wanted to play with his best friend. And then he was shocked and distraught when his best friend got traded and now he's stuck with Jimmy, and that's why he hates well, his life. We're acting like the best friend did nothing wrong. Like, he should have still been the quarterback. It was time for the best well, friend to leave. he had a guaranteed three-year, $40 million contract. So, obviously, he was a lock to stay at the team. As Wait, I where are we getting this best friend from? Fresno State. Fresno State. But, like, best friends? Yeah, no, I don't think best Derek Carr. So tight, which is kind of weird to think. But apparently, they're very tight. It's true. I can back this up. I've seen it a lot. And, and I will say... It, to dismiss your bag chasing narrative, I don't mean to you know double team you here, but he did get offered more money by the Packers and he declined it. Mm. Okay, that does not hold a lot of water. My take, and he knew this Aaron Rodgers was going to leave. Why? Then we should feel bad. Why are you not feeling bad, Phil? Like I said, you are, well, we already litigated this. You, I, I'm not going to do it again. Well, we got new facts. Like, I no, I had these facts the whole time. He well, now I do feel bad. He signed. He he came to a team with the unspoken agreement that he'd be playing with his best friend, and now his best <laughs> friend's gone. It makes sense that he should be traded, maybe even to his best friend's team. Wow, think about that. Th- there's another salary cap problem for them to solve next year. They're already minus eighty-eight <laughs> and, mil. 
And can we can we just say, I mean, the, the the Raiders are gaining nothing by having this guy on your team. He's just wasting away, getting older and older and older. He could get injured, uh, and you just have to pay him a lot of money. It makes way more sense to me to just uh, well, ship him out. He's and showing get something back. He's showing Aiden O'Connell the ropes, and who said he can't play another few years? You know, help with the rebuild. Yeah. Look, I think at least at least Aiden O'Connell. I believe that this kid will at least target Devontae Adams a lot. Like, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? As a rookie, what other safety net do you want than Devontae Adams? Like, I, you know what I mean? I think he's just going to be looking for Devontae Adams on every single snap. I agree. And I but think I, we I, need to stop pretending Hunter Renfro is, is a competent receiver. I mean, I see people, saw people this week going free Renfro. Like, this guy's not good Not good anymore, dude. <laughs> he's abs- He doesn't even have good hands. He has no separation. I, I That's neither here nor there, but... He will talk to Adams. Sorry, la- last thing. I can't believe we've talked. We've spent this much time talking about the Raiders, but um, I-, I did read a tweet that someone someone said Sh- Shanahan might be the greatest uh, coach of all time because he got uh, Jimmy G within one throw of winning a Super Bowl. Good, good take. You know, looking back on it, now, it's we should maybe crazy. refer to the Jimmy G defender. Yeah, Adam, what do you what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I, I think Shanahan's a great play designer, and I think McDaniels is just bad at it. I mean, Shanahan took advantage of what Jimmy G is good at, which is throwing in the middle of the field 15 yards away, and uh, the Raiders did not really do that. It's like they're, they're, throw, they're doing everything that he's bad at doing. Like, he cannot throw outside the numbers, he can't throw deep, and he's aged, and now he's even worse. So, I mean, yeah, Shanahan was great, and he made Jimmy G look way better than he actually is. I love the Raiders being like, we want to improve your weaknesses. So let's work (laughs) on that. Let's develop this guy. (laughs) Yeah, let's develop this guy. Let's develop this 33-year-old. We want you to be a complete quarterback. Yeah. Well, the the thing is to me, he's one of those prime guys who just took too many hits. He just, he he looks like a shell of himself. You know, I'm not, I've never been the biggest fan of the guy, but I at least can admit he was just a different quarterback three or four years ago i don't think you can say this version of him is the one that was a throw away from the super bowl it's it been a lot of injuries and a lot of different yeah, stuff fair. since then i was gonna say to be fair to jimmy g you know i've never been a fan but um this is a team that realistically he shouldn't i mean he should have been backing up this year he should not be put in a position where he's supposed to lead a terrible team to the playoffs which i think was or at least, you know, be in contention, which I think was the expectation of the Raiders' ownership. Like, you know, this was a team that, in my mind, uh, should have been bottoming out this year from, from like, week one. So he, he, it was this bad situation. Yeah, for sure. I mean, not to reignite this, but I was going to say, if, you, if Jimmy G was still on the Niners, like, playing this week, he would just be another average quarterback. Like, he would not look as terrible as he does on the Raiders. Of course, sure. yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I, I agree with that. I think, you know, O'Connell at least be a spark. I like this linebackers coach. I think he, I saw that speech. He gave great stuff. McDaniels, I will be shocked if he ever becomes a coach again. Like, it, there is a chance, though. And I'm not saying it's a great chance. But there is a chance that in about three, four months' time, he just goes back to Bill. And they just run it back again. Because that seems to be what always happens with these guys, man. They leave... Bill, you know, he's so tired of interviewing that he just recycles. He's like, all right, you're available again. We're going to get you back in here. Patricia, Joe Judge, Bill O'Brien. He j- Come back to dad. Every every single time, doors are open. So I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Get get Hoyer back. <laughs> the Hoy boy. 
bring him back, maybe build around him. Max not looking great. Brandon Bolden will be a free agent. They can re-sign him. What happens to all these former Patriots now that your regime's gone, Alex? Oh, I don't think they're going to make it uh, past uh, for the next year. Like the next year, I don't think they're going to be on the team, man. I think they're just going to complain how I don't think he signed them really to any long term, um, you know, contracts or anything. Um, but I'm really happy that I don't have to deal with Patriots West anymore. Like that was so effing annoying. All these like washed former Patriots guys. It was so weird. I was going to say, who do you want to replace uh, Josh McDaniels? Who do I want to replace Josh McDaniels? I mean, at yeah. this point, I, th- I feel like uh, anybody would work just because he-, he was so bad. But like a younger guy that's maybe, I don't know, even coming, you know, that's been a, a coach for uh, an assistant coach for a little bit. Like one of those. Let's go. Just hire somebody from San Francisco. He wants to make fit. <laughs> Just hire someone from uh, the San Francisco staff. Yeah. Like the receivers coach or something. Literally a receivers coach. I'm not even joking. (laughs) Not even joking. Or someone from the Rams staff. (laughs) I feel like that's a pretty safe bet. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Because they've kind of sucked the 49ers staff dry. But that Rams staff seems like pretty untapped. Like the the McVay tree (laughs) has got to have some fruits that are ready to get harvested at this yeah, point only uh because only uh what's his name o'connell from the vikings i think he's the only guy that got picked he's the only apple from that tree yeah yeah no there was a couple more brandon staley was the coordinator that worked out great um i can't i think there was one more too i can't remember but a couple things mark davis to me would be like the type of guy to be like okay i need a guy with a bit of history a winning tradition who's been around the game let me trade for bill let me see what Bill's up to, and let me let, let me swing a deal for Bill. Let me get the real thing. That trade, like Patriots West again, though. Picks. Yeah, trade all the picks. I mean, he's already paying like eighty million for guys that don't coach him, so you might as well just go eighty million for a guy that will coach you. Like, what are you doing balancing out the checkbooks? Like, make it oh, even here. What about like a like a ten year, hundred million, like hundred and fifty million dollar contract, Rex Ryan? That's a good one too. He went to a couple oh, AFC championship God, games. Yeah. He's on ESPN every week. That's yeah. that's a good one. I also really like that Alex took the who do you want to see coach the Raiders question as an opportunity to customize build somebody. He was like, let me get a guy maybe from the 49ers, <laughs> young guy, offensive mind. <laughs> guy doesn't exist, but Alex is customizing him. Well, he also Lou, opened up with Lou anything will work. <laughs> As if like the 49ers have some like sound structural, like just throw a guy in there and it's gonna work. <laughs> Let's we'll do the the defensive coordinator from the Bengals. Apparently that guy is ready. You know who I would want if I was looking for you know if my team needed a coach would be uh, I want Ben Johnson. He's got to be number one. Yeah, on every list, he's the guy. He, sure, he's a beast. I'm down. He, and he stayed with the team. He's like a character guy too. He's got everything we you need want. A character guy too mcdaniels just had no personality man i'm gonna make one more suggestion um let's make things right rich basaccia yeah just (laughs) get him in get back to what works yeah yeah trade for Derek Carr again yeah literally i do love the raiders i'm really glad that we did that and i know owen was you know he was dropping a pitch in that segment for Devontae adams to get a trade out of las vegas Unfortunately, the trade deadline was yesterday. It actually, it actually passed, so that can't happen yeah. anymore. But 
out of the deals that we did see, you know, sweat to the Bears with Chase Young going to San Francisco. We had the Alex's, you know, once considered flame, the Seahawks picking up Leonard Williams. Um, To me, I think the most notable one is that sweat one. I just think it's absolutely crazy that the Bears traded the 33rd pick last year and sat there and said, let's do it again. And I know Montez Sweat is better, but they have the most cap space in the league and they could have got him for free in six months. They're making their own draft picks worse by trading for him. I, it, it's like a complete F grade for me. I know he's a good player and I know that that's the going rate for somebody like that, but they can get him for free and it just, I completely do not understand what that GM is doing. But that's... Yeah, I was going to say, but, do we have the Bears in poverty right now? We do, right? Oh yeah, they're in there. Yeah, they here's the, like they here's should the, not move, no matter well, what. Yeah, they were, I don't think they're going to move. Here's the here's the case I would or the the I think of it like like in politics, like where the incumbent politician will do things that benefits them in the immediate term, such that they are in a better position to be reelected, rather than prioritizing things that might be mm. you know better down the line. So I think that's what uh, GMs, especially in precarious situations with limited job security probably do as well, where it's like, you know, I'm going to, who cares about my draft picks in 2028 or 2029 or 2030? Let me, like, those mean nothing to me because I'm, there's a high likelihood I'm not going to be on the team. So for Ryan Poles, it's like, I'll just, who cares that those picks are nothing to me? Let me get people that could help improve my record now. So that at the end of the year, like, let's say he helps us somehow win two more games. I mean, that looks like market improvement over last year. So that could extend my job by like a whole nother year or two. Right. So I think yeah. that's probably what he was thinking. Now, does it make sense in any other sense, like from a, you know, football perspective or winning perspective? No, like it's, it's a terrible, terrible move in every way. Yeah. Um, but I think that's why the move was made. He's, he's clearly true. got a terrible track record that he's trying to atone for. Yeah. I've heard that argument at like a ton of times where whenever you're looking at trades, you have to keep in mind, like their number one priority is always going to be to keep their job. And that's the only thing that really matters to them, right? So, yeah, I, mean, I guess this might help him keep his job. But doesn't it look a little bit better if you have you say, I have all these draft picks, I can make another pick in the next 36. What not that more impressive than having Montez sweat for but, six months? And is he, is he really worth two wins having Montez sweat? Do we know I think- that? I think there's the issue of, of I can keep my draft pick, draft a random guy at 37 overall. I don't know if that hits, whereas I can just use my second round pick on Montez Sweat, who I know is pretty good. But you could still pay him, though, in free agency. And they do this in baseball, too, where you, you, you might sign a guy for, you know, at the trade or get, get a guy at the trade deadline because, you know, having them in your building and familiar with your staff increases the likelihood that, like you're able to in entering a you know contract extension it talks sooner so there's an advantage in that department as well like it's not like it's just you know, they're on the same playing field as every other team yeah but it can talk to him today about an extension it's not like he's getting traded to you know san francisco 49ers here he's going to the bears what if he gets two months of the bears and says i'm ar- i was already on the commanders get me out of here like this is just as bad what if that happens like there's variables here i just think it's yeah I think it's a poor move. I like, you know, Chase Young. I wish I grinded tape because I'll be honest, just from what I remember of him three years ago and the 49ers jerseys, I love the trade. Just just off that pairing alone. But I wish I could see more tape because it seems like he's really taken a dip since then. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's that good. I saw a lot of people being like, 
wow, like it's so unfair. Like people act, you know, like when we how we acted when Jimmy Graham got traded to the Seahawks <laughs> like eight years ago. People were like, no fair, like Chase Young, like he's so good. I think that ACL like really messed him up and that from what I've heard and seen, like he's not. He had a great rookie year, two bad years, and now he's been having a great season. And so it's kind of like a sell high type scenario. From from what I've heard too, which is actually, I think this just like the defensive like numbers, I think Washington is one of the worst defenses in the NFL, like their bottom, like three or four. So to me, that tells me like you have two guys that I think are generally considered good, uh, you know, good pieces of a D line that, that to me tells me there's probably a scheme and a coaching issue at a, at a bare minimum when I, whether that's all the problem or not, it's probably not, sense. but but that, there's clearly a scheming and coaching issue in, in Washington. Well, he was also like soup. He was kind of like McCaffrey in the like, not like, like in the skill sense, but in the injured every year sense for the past two years. Like he was on the field for a game, heard for five weeks on the field for a game, heard for a year on, you know, it was one of those. So that's also like kind of part of this only a third round pick. Like they might be scared for his health. Yeah. And yeah. he's going to be super healthy on the 49ers. <laughs> As we've, well, as yeah. we've seen in the past. Well, yeah. uh, also, he doesn't need to be like Pro Bowl number one guy too. Let's keep that in mind. Like he's like the second dude. It's still like he's still a like a good player, but I I don't think like they're acting like they traded for like Mike Micah Parsons or something. You know what I mean? Like it's it's Chase Young here. Like it's not. Yeah, and to complete the cycle on from what I've heard, from what I've heard, the Forty ers need another pass rusher. Nick Bose has been getting all the attention. They're like 22nd in pressures. You know, they needed to trade for a guy anyway. This is probably the highest upside, and, you know, they could use it. And they played together at Ohio State, so it's not like it's total unfamiliarity there. And my last, from what I've heard, uh, Nick Bose has been pretty bad this year, and he dipped in the Defensive Player of the Year odds, and he's been having a, like, very bad season by his standards. So yes. this might help him. No training camp. Oh. And skims, skims could have done something only, about that. They're only one one draft class apart, and and the same college. That's like uh, ultimate competition. This is like High this picks. is like Devonte Adams going to Derek Carr. Yeah, best friend. Same D line. <laughs> Raw, you love to see it, and I do. Huh. I, you know, I get, I like Seattle buying. I want to say that about Leonard Williams. I know we got to get to picks, but I I do also want to talk about Josh Dobbs, my guy. Um, you know, this is one of those, I let a respect to the Cardinals and this is why they're not in poverty. They're not a poverty operation anymore. He did them a solid eight weeks of starting play. You can either go to the bench and sit there and hold the clipboard, or we're going to give you a chance to make a play with a four and four team. They, they did right by this guy. Respect to the Cardinals. You know what? They're going to be stapled to unserious. They can go 1-15, in 15, but this is not poverty stuff. I respect the hell out of it. Yeah. And Cardinals stock is, is definitely, like, the biggest grower of the year because you remember after the, like, player survey when they, like, rated all the teams and how they treat them and the Cardinals was, like, the only team that didn't give rooms to, like, the family babies and, like, charge people for eating and charge people for working out and stuff, but... I mean, it looks like they're turning it around ever since that survey. So we got to respect the operation they have going on. I want to preface what I said. 
I did read the ESPN article about toxic workplace culture and harassment. I did read that, and I and I forgot about it because I remembered the Josh Dobbs trade. So maybe they are poverty. Maybe. Sorry, I I did forget that. But yeah, I I don't know what he's talking about. So. <laughs> what about the this for the Vikings though? This when now? Vikings. I mean. I'm a Vikings guy. I've I've been accumulating stock for a couple weeks. Phil knows this. Mm-hmm. So I'm already yeah, happy about the this. needle much. I mean I think Jefferson they... can't wait to come back. I mean, to be fair, uh the guy they I... had last week looked like an, just like totally non functional. So this is some sort of improvement. Yeah, but it's not like they got Kirk back. Like they, they well, just have a bad I mean, there's player. different uh, <laughs> there's different degrees of quarterbacks between Kirk and the non functional BYU guy. Jaron Hall. They also traded. Jared Hall, I mean, right. underrated move. They also traded Ezra Ezra Cleveland, who's a pretty good old line guy. Wrong. That was their sixth guy. I saw that they traded their depth piece in the trenches with Alex. Yeah, odd move. To be fair, they also have like one of the best O lines in football. Those tackles are nasty, and I'm with Owen. I'm a Vikings guy too. I think they have a good team. It's a little bit disappointing oh that Kirk God. went down. I actually, you know, they were getting close to the frisk zone for me with the way Kirk was playing. Addison's a playmaker. Oh, I actually, I, I mean. Borderline if, good. If Josh does what he was doing with the Cardinals, as Alex would say, Joshua, if he does what he was doing with the Cardinals, then I'm promoting him, dude. I don't. I, we we don't have to do helmets yeah. because Lord knows. And you guys did a great job last show, by the way. Fantastic job. I should have led I with know. that. But Thanks. I thought, you know, maybe because me and Owen were gone, it was going to be like, Let's do some obvious helmets. Like, let's, you know, like, uh, you know, we don't want to make any crazy declarations. Play conservative. Play yeah. conservative. Run the clock, you know, pound the ball, drain the clock. Instead, I come back and there's about six things that I do want to tend to with you guys. But that's, you know, that's a Sunday talk. And that's, you guys had carte blanche. And again, you did a great job. And I do want to talk about another thing you guys talked about later, but I do have some helmet issues and the Vikings, you know, if Joshua keeps this up would be one of them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, last thing on the Vikings for me, um, I mean, they've had a gauntlet schedule. Absolutely. They've had a brutal, brutal schedule. Now they've beaten the teams that should be it. So there've been some easy ones in there, but a lot of their losses at the start of the year were against really, really tough opponents. I think they have uh, like probably a top five, top six O line. Their D line looks super super improved they're really really good against the run and i mean their secondary was like the worst in football last year it's better this year i mean i'm not going to say it's like top half of the league but it's better so i think they are i mean kirk is obviously he was having a great year so that that, that's not great to have him out but i I do like what i was seeing from this team Mm -hmm. Uh, i just want this on the record before we move on this uh officially surpassed the titans and is my new least favorite team so i just want that on the record okay you are jeans, guys. So that does fit the credentials. And we're going to talk about jeans right away. I also want to shout out Tony. Congrats on getting Donovan Peoples-Jones, another one of Adam's guys. Big trade for the Leos and Let's a big go. win for them on Monday night. And I just want to say, if Desmond Ritter, if this is it, and he's benched forever, and he winds up on another team, and he comes in a game, he has DHK potential. That's all I want to say about it. That's that's all I'm going to leave out there. He's that type of special quarterback. But let's get to the genes and let's get to what Adam's talking about. Picks for week eight. Last week, three and two. Pretty good week. We're back in the winning column after a, a one and four. Previously five and oh, we're still very much above 500. So let's keep it rolling. Let's get back to our winning ways this week and let's do it with Titans at Steelers Thursday night football 
Um, over under here is 34 and a half, 35 and a half. This is going to be a slugfest. It's going to be a banger. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick out. DeAndre Hopkins didn't practice. He's questionable. Cam Hayward's back for Pittsburgh, and Kenny Pickett's in, and, and Jeans is starting for Tennessee. You can get two and a half with Tennessee, but where is your head at, Alex? I, this is going to be such a like, football game. Like, just <laughs> really, really like in the trenches football game. Um, and I'm actually kind of excited to watch this. I'm not going to lie. Um, I just think the Titans and the Steelers um, are going to play some pretty like you know, real, real tough guy football. Um, and I don't know, man, I kind of like both of these teams, but I expect this to be a pretty close game. Um, so I, I think I like two and a half, um, <clears throat> two and a half, uh, Titans here. Um, just cause I don't know. I think I'm falling maybe for the, for the jeans hype. Like who knows, maybe he goes and throws four picks now. Um, cause the Steelers do have a pretty good defense, but I just kind of like, um, like what the, I just kind of like the outlook of the Titans now that they have a quarterback who can actually throw. Um, paired with, the, I, I talked about it last pod, paired with Henry. I think they can run more play action stuff. Um, Henry can be more of a factor now. Um, but also, like, the Steelers are dogs too. So um, I, I just like the Titans here to be, to cover two and a half. Strongly agree with uh, uh, this will be a football game. And uh, like it'll be, you know, a football game. And there's no one I want more in a Thursday night, like proper trenches football game than Mike Tomlin at home against a rookie quarterback. So I there's like I understand he looked great and everything, but he's still a rookie quarterback in his first career start on Thursday night in Pittsburgh. Two and a half is not enough to drive me away from taking the Steelers. It's a terrible environment to play in. Definitely very difficult for him. I think jeans is a hard one to figure out. Like it's, it's tough to know if he's going to play at the level he did last week, but I am, uh, I'm skeptical. This is a much harder defense uh, than the Falcons is Pickett will get enough, enough done to win this game. Yeah. It's not a huge vote of confidence. I also like Pittsburgh. I think tough game Heinz Field, nighttime, tough defense, rookie quarterback. I think it's just going to be a hard game for him. Now, having said that, I do really like Jeans. And I think there's a chance that everybody just goes, whoa, look out for Tennessee after this one. Because Pittsburgh, I mean, Lord knows they're not going over 24 points. So it's just going to be about holding Tennessee to the 14, 17 range. So Kenny can do his thing in the fourth quarter. I like Pittsburgh. I think two and a half is kind of a soft number if it was three and a half i would take tennessee but two and a half i think i yep. like pittsburgh there side note uh this is the two best punters in the league probably from what i've seen this season so it'll be a good watch in in that regards too good good a little bit of jets giants part two maybe with the offenses as well so we'll take pittsburgh three votes to one you know it is what it is i like that pick though i do like that so take pittsburgh and alex has made a commitment to actually following through on the picks of the show this time. He's he's got the phone up and he has selected Pittsburgh on the run your pool. So that's great. Good stuff. I love that. Sunday night football. Another good game. You know, this is one of those weeks where you want to be at home for the Sunday. And, and mental note to everybody out there, and mental note to me too, get your work done before Sunday. Do everything you gotta do before Sunday because this is a great week of games. And Sunday night football, Buffalo Bills 
at Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati minus two and a half. Owen, we haven't heard from you since the Bengals, of course, you know, sort of resumed Bengalness. Are you going to oppose them this week and take Josh Allen, who you've also opposed in the past? What are you thinking? I mean, it's just kind of, I think, what we were maybe expecting and then not expecting. Like, we we were assuming they were going to start slow, and then I think some of us maybe doubted that. But, I mean, this team, I guess, just is a slow starter, but the team is good. I think that's fair to say. Um, But with that being said... Uh, I do like the Bills. I think this is the exact game that Josh Allen loves. He's playing against another good quarterback. Um, This is sort of a game that, I mean, this was a game he lost last time they played. Um, And I think this is just the type of game that they probably had circled on their calendar since the preseason where they want to get revenge against the Bengals. So I love, uh, you know, Josh Allen to have a huge, like 400 yard, four touchdown game. I, I like the Bengals here. Personally, I just I get the whole like a Josh Allen, you know, plays to the level of his opponent thing, but I, I just think like the Bengals have won three in a row. I think they're pretty high off that huge uh, San Francisco win. Um, and I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think the Bengals are really clicking here. Um, so I just, the bill, the way the Bills have been playing football hasn't really given me any confidence um, in them. I know they're coming off, uh, you know, they've gotten more rest coming off the Thursday night game, but um, I don't think it's enough to to make me want to take them. So I, I don't know. I just trust Burrow more than I trust Josh Allen. Um, you know, they're at home as well. So uh, I'm going to take the Bengals here. Yeah, I, I like Cincinnati as well here, but I can be swayed. I'm a swing vote uh, in this one because I think, you know what? I'm getting, you know, shades of this Bills team is kind of like those worse Seahawks teams where Russell Wilson was just putting in all the work. I get those type of vibes with this Josh Allen season. I think he's doing the vast majority of the work. I don't think the bills are that great, but like we've said in the past, he elevates himself to these quarterbacks. So I like Cincinnati personally. They're hot. I like him to keep going, but I can be swung if Adam has a strong bills pick too. Yeah, this is he because, uh, um, like I don't really I usually like to have some numbers or something on my side here, but I was actually pre-planning this on the show and I was going to come in and re- redeem my first uh, classic of the season. And I think this is just a classic Josh Allen game. I'm keeping it simple. This is just to me a classic Josh Allen game. Do you mean a classic? Josh what Allen is a classic Josh Allen? Yeah, like he doesn't a cla- really have okay, a classic. Okay, let me let me rephrase. Me. It's it's going to be a classic. Like oh, it's Josh Allen game. Like he's Josh Allen. Okay, but like, like, oh, it's but, Josh Allen. Not like Josh yeah. Allen. It's like, wow, he's Josh Allen. But punctuation, it does, it matters there. You can't. The, oh, it's Josh Allen. You know th- that could be this one too. Emphasis, yeah. because yeah. they're yeah, because they could be going. Yup, that's Josh Allen for you. Yeah, you know? this could also be not to play devil's advocate, but this could be the classic. I'm him. I'm him from Joe Burrow game. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Or he could say, I'm not him. I'm an alien. Like he showed up to at the game when that sick outfit with the NASA. <laughs> so what are we going to do here? But I like the pick, Adam. <laughs> I mean, we can, uh, if no one wants to move, we can kind of like not pick this one. No, we can't. No, no, no. We, no. we have to figure something out. What? We pick what this was that suggestion? 
I do not want to move. I don't really want to move either. Alex, dude. How about you move? Because I, I really like the Bengals. I don't want to move. But you said that you could be swayed. Okay, I'll move. I will move. But I want to make this very clear. The last two Sunday nights, I've been tailed. I was the only one who said we should take the Eagles against the Dolphins. And I was yeah. the only one who said that the, it was a classic Chargers. Charger game. And I got tailed on yeah. both. And I, and, and I had to, you know, eat my crumb pie. And if the Bengals win this game, I want autonomy on the next game. On next Sunday night, oh, I want autonomy. Yeah. Deal. Okay. Deal. Deal. Okay. Deal. Thank okay. you. Good trade. So next week, not even a discussion. Like, we're not even discussing the Sunday night game. Phil just picks his Sunday night game. Like we don't even get it. All I'm going to say is if I launch run your pool and I'm looking at the picks and I see Alex chose the Bengals, I will not be mad about this one. Just say like this. No, 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 no. I've like, I really need to clean my act up here. So no, no, like this is the, the type Bills. of game where if you like your pick, you should pick your boys. No, but no, yeah, like, I did this with the no. Vikings two weeks no, no, ago. No, 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 to be no, fair. no, 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 <laughs> no. I need to, I need to account for my actions of the past week, so I don't get a choice here. Okay. Good self punishment. I mean, that in that yeah. in that in that case, I think that is fair. Yeah, I, if like, it's a self, I'm not if it's on the opinion reasons. of you need to be like 100 percent with the show every time. But uh, <laughs> there you go. Well, I think it should be good. 85. I think it should be like 95. Yeah, especially if you're on the show agreeing with the pick, and then you end up picking against it. That All would right. be heat. Well, like with the with the Saints and the Jags, for example, or like with the Broncos and the Chiefs. Well, it's easy for you guys to say because I had to wear it the last two Sunday nights. So, I, and I felt really strong both times, but I was the one who had to wear it. So, it's easy for you to say that, but. <laughs> I stepped up, and I think everybody should step up and enter the picks that we discussed. So we're all in it together. It's like a brotherhood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm in that. I'm, I'm in on that. Yeah, good. No, there's no debating that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Next Monday night, the Chargers are back, and I'm I'm sorry to say I don't have as strong as feel here as I did last week. They are traveling to New York to take on the Jets. Chargers minus three and a half. Um, the, the Chargers actually have a really easy schedule coming up, and I would just like everybody to be sure that we are not fooled by their wins if they come against the Jets or the Patriots and the Packers and the Broncos. Just don't get fooled. We know what these guys are. They're an unserious I, why, bunch. Hold on. Hold on. Why are we throwing the Jets? I mean, the Jets yeah, are 4 Record three. Owen. Why, why record Owen. Let's go. I don't think this is an easy game. Also, oh, yes. can I just say, long flight. I don't think we've used that. <laughs> You read, mind, year, you read my mind. You read my mind. This is a freaking long flight. Listen. Yeah, so I think I already have my pick here, but you guys go ahead. I mean, I did a little bit of, because I remember Phil brought up long flight in like week three or something, and I actually looked into it a little bit into some of the long flight games we picked. And um, it like my theory was kind of correct in that it usually doesn't have an impact on the pick. Like the long flight team doesn't actually cover less. And I mean, this was kind of prime, primely noted with the Jags spending two weeks in London, coming back to North America and just dominating. So well, I mean, it I was feel like we're at a point, point where technology is good enough that a long flight doesn't beat your body up as much as it did in the '60s. But counterpoint, counterpoints. Sometimes it does, though. Yes, yeah. and, and I'm and I'm on the sometimes it does side. Me too, and. <laughs> And two things, you said they came back to America and dominated. It, it's not like they played the 85 Bears. They played Derek Carr. Number two, 
the Chargers don't seem like a team like that travels too. well. Okay. The Chargers just seem like a messy <laughs> traveling team. You know what I'm saying? They don't like yeah. like like, <laughs> the, like the Chiefs are traveling to Germany, and I guarantee you that is going to be a like a absolute army type drill travel. That's going to be perfect. There's going to be flawless execution. But the Chargers seem disorganized and messy, and there might be some boarding issues, and it might well, get bad. So I, I think we should take the Jets. Luggage gets lost. Like, yeah. dude, they're going to play with the alternate jerseys. I would agree with yeah. you, but I think LA to New York could not possibly be that complicated. This is probably the, the Chargers, most classic the- flight. It's literally LA to New York. I still think that's uh, you know, you get to the, you know, you're trying to pick up your bags and they're just in like Miami. <laughs> you're like heat. You know yeah. what I mean? But I will say, even though I am on the sometimes it does mess up your game long flight guy, I do respect like scholarly research, uh, Adam. Oh, yes. This Same. guy's really like APA, data scientist, like, data I, scientist. I am trying to yeah. change or. Er, I've been working on kind of building the niche of being the uh, advanced stats guy on this show. So that's kind of what I'm working towards. I do so I like, like that. Numbers. I do like that. And I, and I don't want to poke holes in your balloon, but that usually consists of you saying I'm an advanced stats guy and then not dropping a stat, just saying that the community <laughs> likes this, but I'm not trying to, I want you to be that. Well, I just constructed. Well, I, I did drop a stat. It, it, the pick usually ends up like, historically from what i've seen it's near 50 percent. so like underdog 50 covers 50 percent of the time the, the classic adam is to be like i'm usually an advanced stats guy but yeah. this time i have a feeling no that's, that's that. never happened that you did it on the last show last show nope. well yeah. can i just say that i'm gonna pick the jets here just because a long flight <laughs> i love phil's take about the chargers being a messy team and i'd say that more people think that Herbert is like a good slash elite quarterback, which makes me want to take the, the, the Jets because as per as per Salah, he embarrasses good to elite quarterbacks. Which Great. Is very um, true. So which is true. So yep. you know, no better guy to embarrass than Herbo. So I'm gonna take the Jets here. Um Okay, so I disagree with the uh, long flight thing, and I disagree with the embarrassedly quarterbacks thing. But I mean, I still like the Jets. I don't understand like the Chargers. Why are they playing three primetime games in a row? They're playing in New York as favorites, and the Jets defense I've kind of been saying is actually not that bad, like pretty good. Um, and I, I just, I just don't trust this Chargers team at all. And it's in New York, like on Monday night, kind of a hostile environment as well. I like the home underdog. You like, well, okay. I will take the Jets. I just want to say for the record, this is a tough one for me um, because these are two te- teams I like quite a bit. Or, or at least two, I like two favorite quarterbacks, dude. Two favorite NFL. quarterbacks. Um, and the Jets didn't really do anything to inspire confidence in me. Um, but their defense, aside from their defense, of course. Defense looks really good, so I would take the. Uh, I would be inclined to take the Chargers, but I will. I will. Uh, I will. I will take the take the Jets. Okay. The Giants are, the Giants are low key becoming a sneaky tough team to play, but the defense is looking key. good. It's looking legit. Yeah. Sneaky. So I I don't really uh, blame the Jets too much for that one. Oh, I noticed, and I I think the Jets. Look, Zach Wilson. This could be a classic, and I don't even want to say this because we've already already agreed to the Jets, but this has a chance to be a classic, oh, we have money on Zach Wilson game. But 
I'm willing to overcome that for the reasons we've previously discussed and stick with the Jets. So I vote that we do that. So that's what we're going to do in these games. Jets plus three and a half. We like Pittsburgh minus two and a half, and we're taking the Bills plus two and a half. Now let's get to these locks, and let's start with who wants to start? Who has the strongest feeling here? I'm I'm like I looked through the slate of games. I there's one that I that kind of stood out to me. So I, I'd like to propose this one. Okay, go ahead. Why are the Rams plus three at Green Bay? Because Stafford's hurt. Heat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like how well, that explains like he's not it. playing. Oh, oh, he's not playing at all. UCL injury. Ah, uh, Tommy John. Damn. Okay, well then that's that's a no go. You guys go because that was his weird line to me. So well, I'm gonna have to cook like up he's my not line. he's not confirmed out, but based on the number, I think like he's very they probably think not he's playing. done. Hey, yeah, he's he did, day guys... to day, but doesn't need IR. He didn't practice today. Okay, sorry, I've got a, I've got a new one to propose though. Sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go uh, Raiders minus two. <laughs> I had uh, it too. The Giants at home. I had it go. too. Yeah. Just. I would do this with any NFL team. It's just because like anytime you get in like a new guy, like new head coach in there, like pumps up the boys. You got Marshawn Lynch doing hype videos for the team. Um, new voice in the locker room. I think it's like typically a, a good outing um, and no better team to, to play with a new head coach um, and new management than the Giants. Um, so I like the Raiders here at minus two. Alex, do you know your new coach's name? Uh, something Pierce, I think. Antonio Pierce. <laughs> or is that the GM? Nope, Antonio, Antonio Pierce. Pierce. There we go. Do you know what NFL yeah. team he used to play for? The Giants, then? The New York Football Giants. Raw. Revenge wow. game. Revenge game. And I know you could say revenge I mean, game the other way. Darren Waller's coming back. Darren Waller's out multiple weeks with a hamstring injury. So no revenge in the cards for the Giants. Uh, I love that. That's big time. So some research on this pick as well because I Holy remember crap. <laughs> I remember we talked about this last year or it might have been two years ago when Gruden got fired. Um and so I looked up the, the numbers of how teams do after their head coach gets fired and they're fifteen and seventeen. So they actually lose more than they win. And mm. they're even sixteen and sixteen against the spread, and that's since two thousand and two or something. Yeah, but at home. <laughs> I didn't get to that. Well, part. then I like my chances. <laughs> Raw variables, Alex. Yep. Uh, the The whole point is like, yeah, it doesn't actually give a bump, in my opinion. And I kind of like the Giants' defense, as I stated earlier. So I, I mean, yeah, I would probably take the Giants here. All right, I guess we're oh, not I taking thought you were that. Say the other way. I mean, we could. No, but hold on, aren't uh, we? Don't you guys have yeah, to suggest, we gotta suggest your picks too? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair, yeah. fair. Okay, okay. Um, I'm just going to go because I, I look at the slate and I honestly don't really feel confident about anything. So I'm going to suggest what my favorite pick is and I know it won't be popular. Um, I'm taking the Cowboys plus three and a half. Uh, I like this pick. I will be taking Rock. it as well. Zach is like eight and ten or eight wins in ten games against the Eagles. Uh I think we've won away in Philadelphia like the past four years. I like um, that one. I think we match up well against the Eagles. Unlike the Niners, it's like the team that, you know, we tend to be and we have good matchups against. So, and three and a half, like, come on, you're getting the three and the half. Yeah. 
Okay, if three, I guess you know I'm not against it. I I had the Raiders, but I also really liked this one. The Browns minus seven and a half at home against the Cardinals. Like eighty percent of the money's on the Cardinals, but Clayton Toon is in the weirdest situation ever. He's going to start this week and then give it back to Kyler Murray. Like that makes no sense at all. He's going against one of the best defense in the NFL. <laughs> Cleveland is desperate for a win. Like they need one bad, and I don't care who they're playing. Their defense is going to hold them in this game and win it for them. So I really do like the Browns in this one. I think that they're going to roll. I like the Browns too, just because I, I kind of like PJ Walker. Washington. I was going to ask, what's the status on the quarterback? I mean, Watson practiced today, but he, he you know, it depends. No, just, which... I, you know what? I'm at the point with, uh, I'm at the point with Watson where I'm at the point with Christian McCaffrey. Just tell me when he actually plays. Like, I don't actually care anymore about did he practice, did he not practice. Just let me know when he plays. We've got the Browns potentially, the Raiders potentially, the Cowboys potentially. And Owen, what do you want to throw in the ring? Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 I like the Bears. Let's <laughs> 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 go, Montez Sweat, instant impact. How come? Oh, I hate the I hate the uh, Saints. I think they're bad, and then I think uh, it's just like I like the uh, I like the Bears. I like Beijing. Well, I. Uh, did you watch I don't Sunday know night? If I, can coach. I, I don't know if I like that. You didn't watch Sunday night. Okay. No, I was <laughs> at the outside game. Yeah, if you watch Sunday night, I think you would have different opinions on uh, uh Mr. Bajent. Yeah, it, he looked pretty bad. He looked pretty awful. I also don't I also don't like the Saints, but they did get a pretty big role in against Indianapolis. <laughs> After we locked them. Yeah, after the Alex lock of the Colts. After the wee lock. Sorry, I slipped up. I slipped up. It was a wee lock. Sorry, that was that was messed up. I didn't mean that. Okay, so we could take... I personally am voting that we take the Browns, and I guess we could take Dallas. That's my personal vote. I, I, I prefer the Raiders. What does but that guess mean? I, I prefer the Raiders, but if everybody wants to take Dallas, we could take Dallas. I'm open to that. I would be shocked if you guys wanted to take Dallas, but, I mean, that's obviously mine. I want to take Dallas. I like Dallas. Okay. And do we prefer the Browns to the Raiders, or do we want to do the Raiders? I prefer the Browns personally, but we can get uh, the other votes. Like it's clean yeah. tune in his first career start, boys again. Yeah, that, like a that's historical defense. So see, I don't like I don't like either of these. I would be more inclined for the raid, but if if you guys are all on 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 the Browns, I'll I'll uh, I'll take the Browns too. I think there's more substance to the Browns pick. Yeah, I think so. Okay, it's more a situational pick for me. I just I don't see how this is going to work out well. The guy gets one start and then gives it back to Kyler Murray. Like I just don't understand that as a as a process. Yeah, who was the QB that was throwing absolute ducks for them in the preseason or in the OTAs? It depends what you mean by ducks. I mean, th- th- I'm talking about the video. Oh, yeah, that was tune. Okay, okay, good, all right. Let's ride. I like it. Yeah. Browns minus 7.5, Cowboys plus 3.5, Steelers minus 2.5, Bills plus 2.5, and, and the Jets plus 3.5. Let's have another wow. winning week. It feels good to have the boys on the Cowboys. Well, you did it. That was all you. And I don't want to take up too much time because I know we've already been here for a while, but... I do want to talk about a couple things. Uh, the show last week, I want to quickly address Jersey Gate. 
Um, listen, I do think we are at the age where we can no longer purchase uniforms. Having said that, I believe that is a principle for going forward. I think if I'm 30 and I'm copping the new rookies jersey, you know, no offense to anybody who does that, but that to me seems off. Like I, I want to get the guys that I've rode out with up until my 20s, and then I think I'm at a cap at that point. So for me, getting a dry saddle jersey, which is the one that I got for the Heritage Classic, to me that still plays. That's like one that I can wear because you know I came up with that. But in 20 years, if I'm copping the equivalent of dry saddle, I'm I see that a little differently. No, again, no offense to anybody who does that, but that's the way I see it. So if you're 30, you're saying you're only limited to like dry sidle and McDavid jerseys when you're like 50. Yeah. I'm on the side of just wear whatever jersey you want. For so like, you like, like my dad, like I get a only rock like Emmett Smith and he's not allowed to wear any other Cowboys jerseys. Dude, Phil's Phil's dad was at this uh, game and he's wearing a player that apparently did, was so old. He was, he was like uh, playing before the NHL, WHA, or before before the uh, Oilers were like established as a team. Oh yeah, the num- number seven Jim Harrison jersey has been busted out all across the globe for Oilers games, and it's you know he's not even it, zero NHL games played this guy, just WHA. Uh, maybe I messed that up. Maybe maybe you can buy whatever you want to buy, and I don't care. Maybe that's a better way to say that. Hand up, hand up. I realized that after I made that take that, I mean, when I were texting that, Phil did clearly state that hockey jerseys are okay. I'm pretty sure you said that. It's, yeah. He was probably though. covering himself. He, was, he knew what he was going to do. Yeah, I don't like that I just one. know that I maybe made a mistake too, so that's why I wanted to. No, I'm realizing now that I, I can't have this. Or, uh, there's no way to justify my actions. I said jerseys were out, and then I, I made a boo-boo. I, I absolutely did. So I, I'm out on this. But maybe, uh, to me, I just, it feels strange to me buying jerseys in 10 years of a guy who's born in, like, 2016. That just seems a little off to me. But, you know, maybe I'll be able to justify that. I don't know. I don't know future problem i guess anyway other things the outdoor game it seemed like owen had a good time except i maybe should have told him to layer more because you know this is one of those things that won't surprise many who know Owen, but i don't think he really knew what he was signing up for with this sitting outside in zero degrees for three hours thing because he was rocking a sweatshirt and a fleece with one pair of socks i maybe i should have told you and given you a little bit more of a warning but that that could also be a you problem I mean, even if you told him, he would have probably gone, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, and shown up in the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, it was not. It wasn't on Phil. I, my feet were okay. I had uh, some slippers on, so I wasn't cold. Uh, like, my toes were good. Um, but I could I could have used some more some more layers. But it was okay. It did take me – I don't know if this was how you felt, Phil, but my core temperature was so low. I, I was, like, sitting in bed after I got home, and it took me – an hour to like not feel cold yeah just like wrapped up because my core temperature was so low like i was like still it's probably yeah close to an hour and i was i was still cold 
Yeah, I've felt that before. After like a cold outdoor soccer game, you like get home and you sit in the shower for like 30 minutes and you're still cold. And then you go in bed for like an hour and you're still cold. It's just so. Yeah, no, it did give me some newfound respect to all the psychos that watch NFL games and like Green Bay in uh, February in like minus 20 because it was like minus three. And it, you could have told me it was minus 20 and I would not have. It felt it felt like freezing to me. Yeah, this wasn't so, this was that being said, I, I had a great time. Good. I'm glad you did because I, you know, I, I this wasn't my first rodeo with the outdoor game. So I was very well layered. I was I was warm throughout the game. I had three layers on everything. So I was good. But I was worried about you. I looked over at you a couple times and thought you were getting quite cold. So I, you know, I'm glad to hear you still <laughs> enjoyed the game because it was looking heat at points. I did. I was good. I had a great time. Good. And two more things quickly. The Harden trade, we got to hit this. Um, We got to go to Alex for it. The only thing I really want to get out there with James Harden is that photo of him in the Clipper locker room holding the three cell phones stacked together was pretty electrifying. I I wonder, like, why does he need the three cell phones? Like, is one like a, a business, like NBA phone? One's like a personal phone? And then what's the third phone? Because... I'm just kind of fascinated by this whole thing. Like, what do you got to do to get the main phone for James Harden? Or how do you know that he gives you the third phone? I have no idea. That that was uh, that was actually something I didn't notice in the video. One's um, got to be a China phone. Which one's little baby's number on? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I think one phone is maybe just for little baby. <laughs> one one is probably for you know not going to get into details here, but one is probably for a select uh, few contacts. Um, and then, yeah. And then the other phone is just like a regular phone. And, and what about the third? The third? <laughs> no, I'm saying one is a regular phone. One is for a select few contacts. And then one is just for little baby. Okay. <laughs> but I also do want to, do want to mention what I personally noticed in the video was boy was Terrence man giving him the the, the evil eye holy yeah. crap I don't know if you guys saw that oh, yeah but Terrence man could barely look at him because he knows his minutes are going down well with with the James Harden it, it might not be the minutes is it's more the uh FGA category field goals attempted I think that's going down to about two yeah that's true yeah I love the Clippers fans thinking that they're like contenders I think adding James Harden changes nothing for me I, I think the main factor for them is are Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard healthy? If they, or they have a chance to be contenders, if James Harden is healthy or not, it doesn't really change anything for me. Personally, I'm, I'm being honest. Like, um, he's not a winner and he's not really going to contribute too much, I think, like in the playoffs. Like, it's, it's James Harden and he's already going to a, a culture and a team that isn't used to winning. Um, so I, I just think the most important things are if, if Paul George and, and Leonard are healthy. So, yeah, that's that's it. I I will say I saw somebody say this online. This is one of those trades where it's great disparity because you see some people saying like Tony says, "Oh my god, the Clippers robbed the Sixers." And I see other people going, "Oh my god, the Sixers robbed the Clippers." Like it, there's very few people who think this good was like deal a for bit both. Off. Yeah, it is kind of a bit off. This was a bit off. Like I I looked at the returns for both and I don't know. I, I just wasn't really. I didn't. I didn't like what the Sixers got back, and I mean, uh, the Clippers are kind of getting themselves into a situation here with Harden, so I, I don't really like that either. Um, but 
But yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Woj did say that he is playing for his NBA future. So I don't know. I, I haven't seen a motivated James Harden in a really long time, but um, we'll see what he does here with the Clippers. Yeah, and on the on the like the Sixers piece, there, I imagine there was like only a few teams that were really seriously considering trading for James Harden. So I think they were limited in what they could get back to an extent. So I think it was I, only I, the Clippers. Honestly, yeah, probably only was. And so in, in that case, like I, I mean, I don't, I don't fault them for getting maybe not like a bag back, but yeah, I and, mean, it's clear they're just going to use those assets to try and get another like maybe not a star but another really good player so yeah, yeah. well the maxi can be a second star they need like an, a guy who's an up- he's amazing yeah they need an upgrade on harris that's what they need put it you know that, that's and they should be able to get that for what they got I, I, it would have been an overpay i understand that but i felt like hero for harden was just sitting there like i think it went it worked straight across and i thought that would have solved problems for both sides i know miami doesn't have to pay that obviously because there was no other market for him but i thought miami and the knicks were kind of in there too but i don't get anybody who would want james harden and bill simmons saying the spurs should trade for james harden was the stupidest take i've ever heard what what in what world is that a good idea? Just moronic stuff. But he's been really getting on my nerves lately. It's all, he's like kind of an extended family member. I think to many of us, we hear him so often. We hear him three times a week that he can just really grind at you if you let him go. So I just had to get that off my chest. Um, I don't know how this would work. A lot of people saying, "Oh, Zach Levine, Zach Levine." I personally want like Demar. Demar is like a third option because he's always been. He's never. He's never been a second option like in toronto he was never he was always the first option um on san antonio i mean they never right like did they make the playoffs bill yeah Yeah. a couple times yeah they did right a couple times was still primarily the first option and then in chicago it's still like either him or zach levine are the first option he would be the clear third option on on philadelphia um so a trade like that would make a lot of sense to me i don't know about zach levine though on the on the uh, on the 76ers, I'd personally prefer like Demar. So I mean, Embiid, Maxi, and Demar would be that's that's good stuff right there. Yeah, Levine doesn't really do it for me for a lot of reasons, but yeah. Anyway, last thing I wanted to ask was Halloween. Was there any costume that really bugged you or that you really enjoyed? I think this is you know Alex once had the famous cop take, so I want to let him get some juice and load oh, up, man. but. Let's start with Owen. Man. Mm. I have one. Well, I don't want to be rude. Like the the, okay. the, 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 the Taylor Swift, uh, Kelsey one, I saw like, uh, that was everywhere. I mean, you know, I get, I get this, you know, topical, but I wasn't, it was wasn't bad. The most creative. I'll say it's basic. It, it's not bad because there's people, some people did a really good job. Like they really did it up and I, I respect that, but a little basic for me, but I didn't hate that. There wasn't really any that I saw that I really hated. I saw Joe Burrow one, that one I really hated. <laughs> That's, that is bad. There was a lot of the kids yeah. just running around like the guy puts on like a Kale McCarr jersey and just starts running around outside. It's like, dude, that's not a costume, bro. You've got to put in a little more effort than that. I've never been a costume hater. Like, you know, put whatever effort you want. But I don't know what it is about this year. But like I saw maybe 25 different people wearing this costume and it's just the black shirt with the cat ears. And it's just like, I'm a cat. 
wow. it's like dude if you're if you're gonna pull up and just be the cat like yeah. you might like just don't put a costume on at that point there's just no point i saw like literally six different people at my workplace and then like five on the train and then while walking home like six kids trick-or-treating just as a cat it's like come on dude okay i have two <laughs> also i'm going to a like a belated halloween party on saturday so maybe on on sun on sunday's show i can tell you guys what i what i what i dressed up as um but raw again tell us now is, I, no <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> One, I do not. I, I, you know what? One's really annoying for me is the like referee one. Like they just toss on like the the black and white like stripes, and it's like, well, I'm like a hockey referee. It's like, uh, like I've seen that one yeah. all the time. I saw like a blind ref, like yeah, the stripes and the sunglasses, and it's like nice. Okay, well, that one's maybe even a little bit more effort, but the ones where it's like they just put on a like that, I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I don't like the other ones where the kids just like. They dress up in like normal, regular clothes, and then they just put like a random mask on that they found for like twenty dollars at Party City. Like, can you even explain what you are? <laughs> you know, well, I do. It's test. like a goblin mask or like a scary mask, and then that's it. It's like okay, like I see that you have the scary mask on, but maybe let's get like a shirt with some like fake blood on it, like some ripped like you know, pe- like something. You know what I mean? Make it look disheveled. But don't, you know, pull up with that on. And then you have like a Canada Goose jacket and like Adidas track pads with Nike runners, you know? Yeah. Like commit is what I'm asking for. Like commit, you know? Yeah. I like greater commitment out of mine too. That's the thing. But, you know, I'm not willing to do that commitment. But a lot of the time I just don't dress up. Or if I do, it's a pretty simple. Like I did the, you know, the the Chinese food that one time. That was very easy. Just throw yeah. the thing on. I it was really the Kelsey one for me that did it because I saw former Senator Mitt Romney just rocking a Kelsey jersey holding a football like that's a zero that is an absolute zero you need to put in way more effort than that and then Calgary Flames Jonathan Huberto at least he puts on you know the pants and stuff like he's holding the helmet I understand he makes a lot well he doesn't make a lot more money than Mitt Romney. No excuses for Mitt Romney, but for, if you're a regular guy, you know, you, you got to make do with what you have. At least make it look close. You don't have to get the game pants like my guy I saw on the train that one time, but just try. That's all I'm asking. Try. Uh, Jonathan Huberto did go pretty hard. Um, and, and you know what? It's crazy because he put more effort into his Halloween costume than he has uh, an entire shift Raw. Um, as a, as a Calgary Raw. Flame. Yeah, you saw that coming from a mile away. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, our, our uh, guy Jonathan Huberdo <laughs> is not very good at hockey, but good at dressing up in, as uh, as a as Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and you know another guy, and this guy, I really don't like this guy. I'm just gonna say it, Odell Beckham. Throwing on a regular outfit. Oh, that was so bad. And saying, I'm Devin Booker. And then he the next day he threw on another regular outfit and said, I'm Adam Sandler in this movie. It's it's just everyday clothes. And he was just pretending that it was a costume. That guy is the worst. I really he gets on my nerves like very few people can. I can't stand him. And that was a new low. I'm dressing as Devin Booker. You're not even wearing the... He, he made no effort. You just wore an outfit. It's it's bad. Shout out to Jesse Puyarvi. 
He had a great costume. Oh, that was talk. crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was... That's another guy who puts more effort into his Halloween costumes than he does on a shift. Hey, whoa, that was uncalled for. He had double hip surgery, dude. He can't skate. Come on. I mean, even... Come on. He, like, his rookie year i think he was good and after that he was so bad maybe so maybe so and he gets such light treatment up here people love that guy yeah he's a good guy people should stop disrespecting can i hear can i hear how he yeah let me hear about his him being like the cool bison guy one more time so fun that was fun that was fun that was a good (laughs) season he he took a pick with a bison all right alex (laughs) you're done I did like, I you know, not to pump another one of my guys' tires, but the the dry sidle David Beckham costume was excellent. I mean, that was that was really well done. That was another banger, and you didn't see a lot of those those David Beckham costumes, which is topical, and people should have done more of them. The, you know, where are we at with these? You know, famous like Haley Bieber. She had six Halloween costumes. Like she made a whole week out of it. And I get like you're going all out and stuff, but sometimes I feel like you got to have one. You know, you just got to take the one. I don't. I don't know if I'm alone on that. Like if you love it, go for it. I guess, but you can You know, there's multiple years here. You can't just take them all up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I feel like when you're at that level, like these people. I mean, you're like so rich, and you have so little else to worry about. That like yeah. your costume is like that's the you know one thing a year one of the few things a year that you get to do that's like not that's like interesting to your life. Good point. Good you point. Know? Yeah. Like you've done everything at that point. You got no worries. Yeah. For Halloween, you just go all out. You do. You spend the whole month planning it. You get the most expensive stuff. You make it look as realistic as you can. You get an editor to do the video, like that Kendall Jenner Wonder Woman one. I really know a lot about Halloween this year. That's kind of disturbing. Maybe I need to get my phone time down. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> 10. 10. 10. Well done, everybody. Way to snap it around. And I, I can't wait to move some helmets around this Sunday night. That's all I want to say. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Won't happen. Oh, Won't it happen. will. Yeah, not a, lot of, not a lot of work. Needed Just the musical chairs game. Because we Adam and I nailed it, so it won't be much. Work. little preview, Titans are going right back down. Yeah. Little preview. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Just a we'll little see. snippet of a preview. I'm gonna march the Colts back up to Frisky myself if that's what it takes. Just a little preview. That's all I'm gonna do. Wow. Bill, the fact that you're that's the hill you're choosing to die on is a little even I don't know about that one. Yeah, that, that's heat. Well, they spent three weeks grinding a promotion and then they lose in a one score game to an unserious team, and Alex and Adam send them back to the gulag. Meanwhile, the Titans beat a team at home in their category by five, and then they move up like it's like the greatest thing since sliced bread. I you know, those are the only ones that I really I have beef. Titans was egregious. I mean, if they win against the Steelers on the road, I, that's, I'll eat my words. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. Okay. I agree with and that. And if the Colts lose to the Panthers, then come on. Yeah, I'll give it up. If Yeah, okay. There's a good stakes. Musical chairs game, my pride game. How about that? I'll, yeah. I'll die with that my one. Pride. Okay. We had a couple ROI games. I don't, I don't remember what they were, but we had some. Yeah, we had some. Check the tapes. I forget what they were, what they were but... <laughs> Multiple ROI games. Good. All right. Okay. We'll be back Monday breaking that down. Have a good weekend, everybody. Talk to you then.